Welcome again. As I discuss with you the different topics that Brother Wingo has brought up, and we condense them down into Brother Wingo's world famous five minute sermons. What I want to speak about today is a little bit late now, but in the past couple of weeks, I've run into people who question the existence of Santa Claus. Now, this bothered me. As an adult, I know the truth about Santa, but how do I understand Santa to be different than how other people see Santa Claus? So for advice, especially one that seems somewhat social and political and spiritual, perhaps, I sought out the assistance and understanding of Brother Wingo. And luckily... One of the sermons lately was just about this topic. We talked at length beforehand and after the sermon. He has an unusual take on it. According to Brother Wingo, Santa Claus is as real as you and me. Just as we have to have faith in our role models, in people that we look for for guidance, For instance, in the Christian world, they look towards Jesus for guidance. They have never met Jesus. They knew Jesus did some pretty out-of-this-world stuff. Now, I'm not going to go as far as to say Brother Wingo compares and puts Jesus Christ and Santa Claus on the same platform. But I will say that what Brother Wingo speaks for are in defense of Santa Claus by saying Santa Claus is merely a symbol about the spirit of love and he in fact reinforces not takes away from the story of Jesus I've had people recently tell me I do not teach my kids or we do not practice Santa Claus because that takes away from the true meaning of Christmas I asked those folks and Brother Wingo has asked me to ask folks and ask ourselves. Brother Wingo is really big about introspection and looking at yourself before looking at others. And he asked us to look into ourselves. What is the meaning of Christmas? What do we believe Christmas to be? What lessons are there to learn that we can apply in everyday life? What lessons are there to learn that we can apply in everyday life about the story of Jesus and the story of his birth and Christmas? Now, it is true Coca-Cola started the Santa Claus that we all are familiar with. But just as a creator, as some artist in some room created the image that we know Jesus Christ to be, So I do not look at the artwork from the advertisement folks down at Coca-Cola as an excuse to dismiss the notion of love, the spirit of giving that Santa Claus symbolizes. As we look at the story of Jesus at Christmas time, the whole message is one of love and of giving, not of taking Not of receiving, but giving. Because it is only when we give of ourselves 
And the only when we give without expecting anything in return do we truly model the role that Jesus, according to the Christian view, the role that he served us. He completely gave of himself. And so the story of Christ gets mixed in with some ancient pagan kind of traditions. I had him, well, we don't, you know, all this BS Christmas stuff about dragging in a tree. Uh, I believe that might have been Martin Luther who understood that by molding ideas of the community with ideas of spirituality, we all might can reach a different position in thinking. That is what, that is how Christmas became drawn into the pagan traditions. So yes, we have a tree. What does the tree have to do with the story of Christ? No, it has a, this, nothing to do with the story of Christ. If you do not consider the story of Christ to include the sense of love and community. So really, they, you know, I, I find it hard to believe that conservatives and different people talk about the war on Christmas. And some of these same people are the ones who are dismantling our symbols and our thought processes and our social constructs that reinforce the notion of giving. Brother Wingo mentions that Santa Claus is as real as you want him to be. He is as real as you and me. He is as real as the everlasting timeless story of love. Santa Claus asks us as parents and us as community members to give without expectations of results or what we might receive in return. The story of Santa Claus is completely complementary, according to Brother Wingo, to the story of Jesus Christ. I do not understand also the notion and the argument that has been made. Well, the de when I found out Santa Claus was not real, when I found out it was just my parents, I felt like the rug was pulled out from under me. And they set up a foundation of lies. How could I trust? If I believe in such silliness as Santa Claus, and I'm willing to fall for that, oh, dang them for lying to me. I am heartbroken and crushed as a six-year-old, seven-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old, however old you were. My argument to that is I remember the same feeling. Reverend Wingo speaks of it. When he was a boy, he, he received all the stuff, and he would check the door and leave the cookies out, and, oh, my gosh, and try to wait up and see Santa and watch the news and watch Rudolph go across the screen, and there was just a magic and an excitement in the air, all aided by the story of Santa Claus. When you remove a magical part of someone's life, leads them to a spirit of happiness then if you are to remove that then you are to remove the possibility of dreaming and believing which in fact is the basis of a concept called faith Reverend Wingo argues but 
he says he remembers all of a sudden realizing, oh, this is my parents. Santa is not real. And as the years went on, every morning when he walked outside, he noticed there still was a magic in the air. And he realized that the story of Santa is not so much a story that is real or fake. It is a story of the magical aspect of the season. About how the lights seem to glow a little bit more. How the sun seems less penetrable. How a hug and a smile and a handshake will move through your body with a almost electric charge during that time of the season. Santa is symbolic of that feeling. Reverend Wingo says, I realized maybe it wasn't that I just didn't believe in Santa Claus anymore. Maybe I never really understood Santa Claus until this age. And now I know that there was a a spirit and a feeling and a warmth behind the curtain. The curtain revealed more power without just this notion of Santa Claus coming down your chimney and bringing you stuff. All of a sudden you discover Santa Claus is a tool that's put in the toolbox that helps you create a world of love. And just as a hammer can help create a house, so can Santa help create happiness. So I ask you, what is wrong with Santa? After hearing Reverend Wingo, I'm, I have no, not a clue. And I believe there is a war, not on Christmas, but a war on happiness. A war on taking, there's a war being conducted that seeks to take from us the things and the tools we can use. Now, just like any tool, there's a right day and a right way to use them. But I don't necessarily need anybody to remove my tools. Maybe today I don't need a screwdriver, but that does not give you the right to take my screwdriver. There are moments where Santa is needed or could be used. It's a tool, a very powerful tool. And it's a very powerful construct to encourage and to promote goodwill, to encourage and promote happiness, to promote and encourage dreaming, to promote and encourage faith. 